Blessed be the name of the Lord, dear saints of God. It's such a great and wonderful blessing to be back again after such a wonderful time with the Lord. Amazing, amazing, amazing time. Of course, I must say that I really missed you all. The most recent days have been terrific, I must say, supernaturally terrific. We have seen such density of the glory of God such as we have never seen before. I have never seen it like this before. I mean, we've seen meetings where we could not minister. I could not preach. We could not. Got testimonies of brethren still under very strong influence of the glory and power of God. Two days after the meeting, they stayed drunk in the power of the Spirit. A sister testified to the invasion of the Holy Spirit as she drove home with her husband after one of our meetings in recent times. After the meeting, she left and got into her car while her husband drove and she was suddenly overwhelmed by the presence of God and she started screaming in her own car. She could not get out of the car after she arrived at home and was under the influence of the power of God. Wow, amazing testimonies. I mean, men and women, myself, my wife, my kids, my children, our children, we still stand in awe of God's glorious presence among His people. Friends, terrific things happen when God visits His people. Life, ministry, calling can never, can never continue as normal when God visits his people. The outpouring of his glorious presence turns everything around and changes everything. I repeat, everything changes everything inside out, changes everything. When God is calling you to the place of deep personal prayer and intercession, Please, please, never, never take it for granted. Simply ask him to help you, to strengthen you, to uphold you, and to sustain you. So let's return to the amazing story of the encounter of our Lord Jesus Christ with the widow of Nain. That's where we stopped. Her hope was lost and her life was over. She was on her way to bury her only son, our only son, everything was dark and gloomy until she met the Lord Jesus Christ. Would you have believed that the boy that was already prepared and packaged for burial still had capacity to live? Would you have believed that? There are many things that have been buried even with their capacity to live because we miss the encounter with Jesus. Oh yes, have you imagined what would have happened if this woman had taken a different route to the burial ground, a different road entirely? Have you wondered what would have happened if this woman had taken a shortcut a shortcut to her problem, a shorter route would, would have taken her to a burial ground faster 
and she would have missed the spectacular encounter with Jesus that brought her son back to life. My friends, so many have been buried, so many gifts, so many things, so many talents, so many businesses, so many calling, so many grace, so many ministries, so many capacities. Just name it. So many things have been buried because in our attempt to take the shortcuts, to take the shorter route, to follow men and take the short corners, we miss the encounter with the Savior. We miss the encounter with the Lord. People take shortcuts in ministry, shortcuts in their marriages, shortcuts in businesses, shortcuts in relationships, shortcuts, shortcuts, shortcuts. Listen to me, brethren. Shortcut will lead to a dead end. What would have happened if this woman had missed the Savior? But praise God, she was well positioned for the visitation of the Lord and she experienced the wonders of the Savior. Luke chapter 7 verse 13 to 14 and when the Lord saw her, hallelujah, he had compassion on her and said unto her, weep not, and said unto her, weep not, and said unto her, weep not. And he came and touched the bear, and they that bare him stood still. And he said, young man, I say unto thee, hallelujah, arise, pull up and he that was dead sat up and began to speak, and he delivered him to his mother, and there came a fear on all, and they glorified God, saying that a great prophet is risen up among us, and that God, God hath visited his people. The third thing that happens when God visits his people is that tears of sorrow, tears of pain and shame completely wiped away. Wiped away. After the move of compassion, then the words of Jesus to the woman were very simple. Weep not. Weep not. Tears must first be stopped and terminated before we can enjoy the visitation of the Lord. And four reasons why tears must first be stopped before the wonders of God is experienced can be clearly understood from the story of Mary and Jesus in John chapter 20. The Bible says in verse 11 to 16, But Mary stood without at the sepulchre, weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre and see two angels in white, sit, in white sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet where the body of Jesus had lain. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She said unto them, Because, that's verse 13, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. Friends, in your tears, spiritual vision and insight are strongly impaired. In your tears, you don't see clearly. Here is a woman weeping and interacting with angels. 
interacting with angels and yet she could not recognize them. They even spoke to her and asked her why she was weeping but she was much more consumed with her tears and with her story. I do not know where they have kept him. I do not know where they have taken my Lord. Her tears would not allow her to see clearly. My goodness. Miracle so close. Angels so bright. Clothed in white raiment. Sitting one at the head and the other at the feet. And yet, these heavenly beings, these supernatural beings were hidden behind the tears of this beautifully hearted woman who came to perfume the tomb of her master. Wow! A mere mortal interacting with divine beings and yet her tears, her tears, her tears could not let her recognize them. Listen friends, listen. The devil was not present in that location that day. No, demons were already defeated. The tomb was already saturated with heavenly choruses of resurrection. So the devil could not be held responsible. No, no, no. The devil could not be held responsible for a loss of spiritual insight. Her tears, her tears were responsible. Her tears were responsible. Friends, how long will you let your tears obscure your divine insights? How long will spiritual things be hidden from you because of your tears? How long will you weep? This morning, I charge you in the name of Jesus, weep no more. Weep no more. Secondly, in your tears, you are full of assumptions. In your tears, one of the things that tears and weeping doors is that assumptions become prevalent in your mind. Verse 14 to 16 of John chapter 20, the Bible says, and when this woman, when she had thus said, she turned herself back, she looked away from the angels and saw Jesus standing. This is the resurrected Savior and knew not that it was Jesus. She knew not. Jesus said unto her, woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing, mark that word, supposing, assuming, supposing him to be the gardener, said unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Hmm, okay. Agreed, she missed the angels. Here is the one she was looking for, standing right before her face. Here is the Savior, standing before her face. But she could not see him through her tears. She could not see. She could not see through her tears. She could not recognize her risen Lord. Even when Jesus queried her tears and asked, Woman, why weepest thou? Same questions she was asked by the angels. Same question, why weepest thou? She continued with her many explanations. With her many explanations. Friends, the years have gone by. And here we are today, 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 in the year of the Lord, 2022. And here is the Lord asking you again, Woman, why weepest thou? Man, why weepest thou? Servant of the Lord, why weepest thou? Committed, dedicated, 
passionate, focused, but tears have covered or obscured your spiritual insight. The reality is that we all have the right reason to weep. But in the midst of it all, in the midst of it all, why weepest thou? Thirdly, what tears can do, in our tears, we are full of assumptions. In our tears, our emotions are up and down and we are full of what? Assumptions. Did you read in your Bible that she supposed that Jesus was a gardener? She supposed that Jesus was a gardener. My goodness. The one who just resurrected from the dead. The one who conquered the grave. The one who triumphed over Satan and his host was classified as a gardener by a woman in tears, by the Mary in tears. Listen, the fullness of the glory of the Lord, the fullness of the glory of the resurrected Christ cannot be revealed completely unto us until we personally make an end to all tears. The beauty of heaven's glory cannot be enjoyed until you bring your tears to an end. Bring your tears to an end. Do you know that one of the most beautiful things that will happen when we finally get back home to be with the Lord in heaven is that the almighty God will by himself wipe away all tears from our eyes? For until he wipes away all tears from our eyes, we will never, we will never be able to appreciate all the new things he has made unto us. Revelation chapter 21 verse 4 tells us, And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain. For the former things have passed away. Oh, wow. When the tears of death, the tears of sorrow, crying, pain, and the former things are wiped away, then we will see clearly and then appreciate the new things created by the Father for us to enjoy. Verse 5 says, Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, after the tears have been wiped away, after the tears of shame, the tears of sorrow, the tears of death, the tears of crying have been wiped away, then he who sat on the throne will say, Behold, I make all things new. Behold, see, now you can see clearly. Your tears are over. Now you can see clearly. I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Oh, may God, may God wipe all tears away from your eyes. When God visit his people, he wipes away all tears. He wipes away all tears. Tears of childlessness, tears of pain, tears of mockery, tears of lack, tears of sorrow, tears of humiliation, tears, tears of sicknesses, tears, whatever, in any capacity, he wipes them 
all away and then he makes all things new and then he makes all things new this morning in the name of the resurrected lord in the name of jesus christ i proclaim over you may all tears be wiped away may the lord wipe away your tears may he call you by your name may he call you by your name may he terminate every shame tears of crying tears of death tears of sorrow tears of pain may they all be wiped out you've cried in ministry you've teared you've wept you've labored oh your tears have come to an end it's a new day for behold see the lord he makes all things new he makes all things new you've wept on your knees crying for the manifestation of the glory of the lord may your tears come to an end for behold he makes all things new. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. He makes all things new. Your marriage, new. Your relationship, new. Your calling, renewed. Your ministry, renewed. Your businesses, renewed. Your life, renewed. For God makes all things things new. Amen. Just remember when you're standing in the valley of decision And the adversary says, here you just hold on I'll overshow up and he will take you through the fire again Oh, here's the key to church Show!